I live my life like I'ma live forever. Like whatever or whenever, just don't tell me never. I can tell that it's some people don't want to see me better. But greatness in our DNA, he ain't made us for failure. Ugh. We live our dreams while you sleepwalking. That sound of destiny too loud, so I can't hear you talking. They said minor, we be waiting on that fire often. I'm trying to cremate a beat, it won't even see a coffin. Yeah, I bet you think that this that bragging flow. Talk about some stuff that you ain't got and press the masses flow. That sell your soul, you can buy your home, that's massive flow. Thinking to myself, what's a mansion to a castle though? Yes, sir. You know you wanted to make that run. Yes, yeah, well, I did. I know you yes. wanted to make that run. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Can I get some more? Can I get some more? <laughs> please. Shout out, shout out to Derek Miner for the musical selection. Uh, just something to helpfully wake me up. Shout out to that track too. Ain't it was crazy about that. Ain't nothing match. Yes. Ain't nothing minor about yes, that. Yes, sir. First show of the year. First show of the year. First show of the year. Woo. Oh, man, let's start this off right. We're gonna start the year off right. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I'm your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. To my right, KG from DC. In the middle. Er, and in the building, as always. J to the R. And 2023. Uh, I heard it was the first show. <laughs> it was the first show. <laughs> 2023 Jordan year. We are here. Oh, yeah. New possibilities. Indeed. Energ- I'm feeling energized. Let's go, man. Yeah, man. Is that why the other team can't score? That's no, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We're on the check. Hex, how you feeling? Oh, man. Super good. A uh, little tired. Oh, man. You know, it was like a, it, was a, it was relaxing, but but uh, full of things to do and, yeah. and uh, places to go. So, uh, but man, super good, super new year. So blessed, man. Got opportunities coming, doors knocking. Man, I yeah. couldn't be, I couldn't be more ecstatic and know, ready right. uh, for what twenty three is bringing. Because again, when you get a knock on the door, yeah. you're like, man, it's about time. Let's go. <laughs> it's about time. Irv, how you feeling, baby? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight. Looking forward to tomorrow. Looking forward to what. Is in store in twenty twenty three, bro. Yeah. I know we about to make things happen, so you oh, know I'm, I'm a right, little, right. I'm, I'm a little excited. No, I'm a no, little no, 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 like excited. There you go. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with being excited. KG, how you feeling, baby? Oh man, have you ever felt like um, the world has stomped a mud hole in your ass, and then it's like, oh well, shit, this shit can only go up, right? Like there you so, go. Um, there you go. It's just no, like one of the things. It's like, it's like uh, you get a little focus from the dirt, and it's like, okay, all right, well, shit. Went I, mean, through it. I know what blood tastes like. Yeah, uh, I know what a cut is. All right, cool. I mean, you know, it ain't the first time. All right, yeah. let's, let's get it on. Like that's all y'all got. Let's, that's let's, all you got. Pop off. That's all you got. Just, just wake up and get get angry and ready to pop. Yeah, we whooped. Tw- we, whooped uh, we whooped. We whooped 2022's ass. So, yeah, twenty twenty three only going up. Jr., how you feeling, baby? Hey, I feel good um, coming into this year because um, I feel like a collegiate athlete who's going into the professional ranks. And eventually the game starts to slow down a little bit. Right. You know, you, you when you first come in, you, you try to make every play. You try to do everything. You try to do – and eventually the game has to slow down for you. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that 22 kicks me into 23 where the game is slowed down enough amidst all the chaos, which we're about to get into some more mm-hmm. of today, that I could kind of still keep a steady head and, and make rational decisions. And I think that that's what this year is going to bring. Mm. I like that. Let's go. I like that. Um, I'm good. I'm a little drained, um, right. but I'm excited to be here, so that kind of helped pump me up a little bit. Um, two things. First thing, uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but take your tree down. <laughs> take your tree down. Take them lights off the front. Please, we don't want to see them no more. We don't. We don't. There are three of my neighbors that have extensive lights at the front of their house. Right. I'm talking about stuff moving. They got sound effects and shit. Like they got it all that, and it's like, yeah, you gotta take that down. Yeah. <laughs> and happy holidays, happy holidays, especially for y'all who ain't gonna go to church until Easter. Right. Take all your shit down, all of y'all. Take all. Stop fronting. The presents are tucked away. There's nothing under the tree. Please get with it. Um, the the other thing, uh, we're house hunting now. Okay. Yes, sir. The family are, are yes, looking sir. for a residence. Uh, Home ownership Look at is you. always the goal. Blessings. Uh, and yeah, it is emotionally draining. Oh, it, yes, is it is emotionally yes, draining. Yes, it is tough. <laughs> it's tough. I just, I mean, anybody else trying to go through it, especially in these times where we were having a conversation off pod, man, the, the price of eggs, is <laughs> any indication of what I'm about to go, man, listen. Everything. Eggs, $8. $8. I told y'all, if y'all see me walking a chicken, don't say shit to me. <laughs> Don't say eight dollars. I'm gonna ask you where you got that. What the fuck you talking uh, about? And this is the worst part. This was at Walmart. Yeah. Like they sell cartons of eighteen eggs, right? Yeah. So I said, you know what? I refuse to do it. I did it the week before, but I, th- mm-hmm. I actually told this lady, "Come here for a second. I think this is off, right? You know, this is normally like three ninety nine. No, it's not. And off. she looked at me and was like, "No, nah, sir." And she pointed at the black and white numbers at the top of the aisle. That would let you know. Yeah. And so, again, supposedly there was this thing where all these birds were, you know, had got this disease and millions of birds died, right? Yeah. So there was supposed to be this shortage on eggs because of all the birds they lost. 822 for 18. That's where we at. 596 for a gallon of orange juice. I still haven't gotten Six. past the wings. We had a wing short. Remember the wing short? <laughs> I, I was trying to go. I, mean, I, was, I was thinking the same thing. Back I was at thinking. the wings. And yeah, I, they it, solved that, didn't yeah. they? Couldn't figure out the math for that. So now we have a egg shortage. So if we got an egg shortage, then that, does that mean that ultimately there's going to be a another chicken, chicken shortage? Yeah. Wouldn't one have to? America is short on everything except stress. Uh, yeah. That's the yeah, one yeah. thing that we are not short on. Oh, we make lots of guns and bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, egg shortage. Oh, that won't feed you. Uh, so, uh, first subject. Um, let's let's rewind just a little bit. Uh, we preach to y'all and we preach to y'all about participation when it comes to the voting process, <laughs> and uh, things went they went relatively well. They did. Uh, but the Republicans did get uh, the majority in the House. Yes, they did. They did get that barely, which was like expected. one one seat. I think, like I think three or four. Three, three or four. It was at least three. Three, four. Uh, so now they are in a position of power in the House. And so now it is time for them to pick a House speaker. Uh, I don't know if any of our listeners have been paying attention. but It has been time for them. To be oh, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been time. Um, we're, I think we're on round 12 now of them having to vote I believe for you're correct about speaker. that, sir. Yes, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the 12, yeah, 13 is going to be Ooh, the tonight at 10, right? Th- this, is, this is called, called unprecedented. That's what I was about to say. They, they're short right now still because mm-hmm. he got 
a certain amount. Hold on, yeah, right. it's been a hundred and sixty-four years, I believe, before the Civil War since it's taken this long to elect the new speaker. And they were going out and dueling motherfuckers back then. <laughs> right. Let me be clear that. about it. Let me be clear. Let me, I, don't, look, I bet you he wish he could take Matt Gates out right now. Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, who is, uh, I guess, the front runner of, of the the one that, I guess, is in line to get House Speaker, is going through. He's going through it. He looks he look so pissed it. off in the sixth row bro. looking at these motherfuckers like, I hate bro. all of you motherfuckers. If you watch it, I'm telling you, if you watch this, this is the funny. It, it's funny, <laughs> but it's sad. Slow motion train wreck. It's, yes, it is, because yeah. this is uh, this is the chickens coming home to roost. This is the chicken coming home to roost. If you have a party who has no intention on actually governing Govern. and making policy, all they do is want to disrupt. They want to destroy. This is what you get, because now they have. It's like the dog chasing the car and it gets the car and it's biting on the bump and it's like I don't know what the fuck to do with this thing like they don't know what they don't know what to do so you have the freedom caucus right yep freedom caucus who decides you know I think it's like 20 of them it's, it's, yeah there's 21. 20 people I'm not saying it's the whole freedom caucus because right. a lot of people have started peeling off mm-hmm. um, they've been negotiating and now it's like like 7 or 8 it's, people it's 6, it's six left yeah so they got it's 21 total mm-hmm. 15 already went his way they already decided they're going his way after these negotiations, we're going to get into that. Oh, yeah. Right? So he had to give in some things to even get them to go his way. But there's six remaining. The only way he gets to see this, he has to get three more of those six. Yes. So if we can hold four tight, he's still stuck, and we can keep playing this game. So they decide, okay, look, we're going to throw anyone else in there. And someone else who got the same secret and got the same dirt, we know, still yeah. crummy. You know, so, but at least they're – they're team oriented to realize at this point when McConnell turned his back and said, "Let me tell you what we about to do. I'm about to go holler at Biden about some things. So we're gonna, we're gonna have to get some stuff done because guess what was happening? Our constituents, our people, are understanding. We're not getting anything out this deal. Mm-hmm. They keep telling us the blacks are doing this, the Hispanics are doing this, the Asians are doing this. But what are we getting? Is something I think they're starting to really get a grasp. Hey man, it's not really even those people they've made to be our enemy." It's our own leadership that's oh, yeah. blocking them oh, from yeah. receiving because they spend their time trying to to hinder us. That's all they do. And not actually progress anything for their own right. side. So the only thing they ever celebrate is when they stop something we're trying to do because they don't actually create. But those same voters decided, you know what? Hold up. This is a little dumb. And now we see who, because the concept it was working, they figured they could put anybody in as the puppet. To, to be able to pull off the job, that's all he's yeah, that's right. And they and they and they call it a bluff, and now they don't know what to do because they're really sitting in public space in, in public uh, spaces, voting in live manners in which people are saying, "Hold up, these people, this say, hold up, twenty one people are saying they're not going to do this," and there wasn't any kind of Democrat, you know, voodoo that made this happen. They just had enough common sense to give up on it. Perfect. And, and you know what? We'll, um, I'm gonna get to you, KG, in a, in a minute. But gotcha. uh, watching the proceedings, I, I forget the dude's name, but um, there was a gentleman that was there. I know you hate that word, but I, you know, just bear with me. Uh, they presented Brian Donaldson, mm-hmm. Byron, Donald. Byron, Byron Donald, yeah, Donald's representative from Florida. Yeah, make sure I get the S right. Yeah, yeah. Brian Donalds. Uh, they presented him and nominated him for a speaker, and they made it was the pageantry dog. Mm-hmm. Like this, the 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 pandering, mm. just the, the the spectacle of just having him do this. The tokenism. And I'm sitting here watching oh, this the, shit. Tell them why. The tokenism. Go ahead. Go ahead. The reason why is ahead. this gentleman is 
Yeah, full disclosure. He's black. He has black skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's pretty much it because they knew yes. good and goddamn well, one, he's not going to win this. Two, you're putting him up here. Yep. It's a joke. As you were used as a well, prop. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Well, don't, don't use the word joke because it's – there's an actual – Wake way that they're doing this for a reason. See, a joke would be, let's do it like Carrie the movie, and we're going to make fun of you at the end of the. No, 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 no. They are using this to look like they're empowering people when these are the same people they really don't invite to the power party. So he's already been tokenized so much mm-hmm. that he's actually going to go in there, and at least if he got that power, he ain't going to use it against them. He's gonna use it for them just to move up in their in their ranks, and that's, that's I ain't mean. Let me say what else what also happens is what happens is they they grab a gentleman who can, for whatever reason, gravitate to something that is a a cornerstone of where they normally uh, yes play the game of politics with. Mm-hmm. He he's really against this violence with the gangs. He's really against. Um, uh, changing history, uh, the who was you know the names of schools. He he's really he really doesn't seem to have a problem with the changing of uh, uh, affirmative action. They find something that's a nuance of of someone who has our same t- tone of skin, mm. and then so they and that becomes the idea of saying you can't keep acting like as black people. All black people need to do the same thing for black people. That's not true. When it comes to who is even willing to show you an ounce of respect, you cannot sit on the side of the oppressor and act like you're being smarter than the rest of us when you are talking to your enslaver. And you know it by the things that are happening when it comes to CRT, when it comes to us having to yell Black Lives Matter at all. You are a clown in the notion that you're smarter than the rest of us and you get what the rest of us don't get. It is quite the contrary. Did you um, did y'all happen to see there was a representative from Michigan, John James? Did y'all see him? Yeah. He nominated McCarthy. Right. I had already had my fill of this bullshit when they used Donald's. I, I had had my fill of it. To use this dude. To nominate, McC- I was like, okay, so are we? Just, is everybody just pulling a black person out and just just parading? <laughs> like, is that what they're, we're doing? Are they just pulling them out and be like, hey, look at mine. Like, is that is that fake what doing? sign of inclusion? Because yeah. f- they think that Americans are so stupid that they will simply say, well, it, look, it looks like, you know, saying some of us who live in suburban areas, we know what it's like to be the one of five, six, mm-hmm. seven black parents of a child on the teams with, with, where the the other majority of the team is. Caucasian or, or Hispanic or Asian, whatever they may be, but it's not black, right? And know that you can that there are, as we said before, there's so many really great and, and wonderful people who are who are white. That's the whole. That's why those who, who are contrary stand out. That's why it's always a topic. It, you know, we we can't force them to fight for us. I'd like it more for it to be publicly done more, mm-hmm. but. We can't have that when it's us having to live it to be able to actually express the story of why it's a problem. So when we end up with somebody, it's to say we understand how we work with, you know what I'm saying, and deal with people who are Caucasian every day. That is not, it's not a black and white issue. It is, if that person can't understand that the way we need to spend some money in this particular community is because this particular community had got less last year. 
and, and less the year before that. And, and then you say, well, well, why are these kids in the street? And you say, well, there used to be these programs. And as simple as there used to be programs, you don't say, well, then put the money back in the programs. Mm. But you act like you're spending the funds on something else that's, that's brought us progress or anyone progress. And at the end of the day, just making it into a can you get online? Is the only way we we, we want to salvage everybody. Just get on get on the internet, and lose your world, and yeah. play a video game. Do something to to use the internet for because your little cell phone will work. It's not it's not progress. And when we have people who are trying to now put themselves in a position to affect change and look like us, but don't un, don't even want to vote for us. Yeah. It's insulting. Beyond it's insulting. insulting. But that's where the TV got to show up and say, this is, we're not going to have Corey Bush be the only one to bring this Shout out to Corey Bush. I'm glad you brought her up. Yeah. Shout yeah out that to was Bush. dope that, that she said that she that she went at him directly and told him what he was. And it's, it, you know, it, it's prop. the truth. It's, it's, it's sad. It's unfortunate. I mean, like, it, it was dope that this was, uh, they were just saying the day was um, the largest black caucus. Well, if we ever get together, but the largest black caucus that this country has ever had was mm-hmm. together. And By- Byron Donalds wasn't a part of that. Right. And for him to, feel a certain way about that is kind of amazing when you're on the team that's doing everything they can against black folks but you expect us to invite you what what does they call it the, the inviting the fox into the hen house so to speak yeah well why why would we i mean um with the kevin mccarthy thing i have absolutely no, no sympathy whatsoever Hell no. kevin mccarthy to me is not an honorable guy his whole performance around january well long before january 6th but before, during, and after January 6th showed me that he's not an honorable person. He's a person for Kevin McCarthy, mm-hmm. not a person for this country. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Byron Donalds is, quite honestly. I, I don't know what uh, John James, whatever the guy from Michigan, was the Michigan, first yeah. time I've seen him. I, 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 can, I can respect if, if what Matt Gates and the rest of these folks are sincere in that they, they want to be able to argue bills on the floor of the House and want uh, the system to be more transparent. Yeah. Um, and they want to break bills down instead of uh, having things shoved down their throat. A- any more term limits. Uh, right. Which I can dope. understand dope. and mm-hmm. I understand and respect that okay. if that is the sincerity of what you're doing this with. Mm-hmm. You should have done it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. All of this. In-house. All of this should have been mm-hmm. done. When, when it was time to govern, yep. you should have been prepared to govern. If this you, is showing that you and the party aren't prepared to govern. If you can't vote on a speaker, what happens when the mm-hmm. debt limit, when you got to vote on the debt limit? What are you going to do about the dreamers? I mean, there, there, there's legislation that needs to be brought to the Senate that you guys aren't even going to be able to create. So how is the rest of America supposed mm-hmm. to believe that anything productive is going to be done in the next two years. Exactly. Uh, you know, this, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I spoke last um, pod about, you know, decorum. And, you know, when I tuned in, it's still disturbing to me to see the chaos, mm. the lack of organization, the low, lack of, you know, forethought into this stuff. I mean, we had uh, general parliament law is what we're supposed to be, mm. you know, um, it's supposed to be governing what is a representative type of government. Mm -hmm. And it seems like we come up short and I I don't understand. I I do understand, but can you at least put aside the petty so that Mm. on on a stage that, 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 that matters, we can, we, we can actually get something that looks like a semblance of a nation that has its shit together. Yeah. If if we had some way to punish those who 
don't do what they're what they what they're sworn to do on the behalf of someone else. It's the, these are the one these are the jobs in particular. That's why it's so important that we, we take into notice how we we voted for them. Someone voted for you, right? So they put in the, in the into their livelihoods the faith that you would do or attempt to do attempt to do the things that you swore you would do, mm-hmm. right? And so when, when you fail when you fall short in a position here, where McCarthy's thought is, I, I'm going to focus on me. I, I'm not going to acknowledge the people because he's ignoring the people when he says, yeah. "Well, who voted which way?" That's supposed to, that's what's supposed to govern you, even if you're even if you are a Republican. That's what's supposed to govern you. The American people want this guy, mm-hmm. so we're going to do what this guy wants us to do as president. His whole thought was, "I'm going to come in." I'm going to come up with these lawsuits. I'm going to try and come up with all this this embarrassing information about Hunter Biden, and and we're going to do this whole Trump drama thing. And again, he 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 has had to to come to grips with realizing there is there is a core that's deeper than the hate. Yes, it is deeper than the hate. I, again, I tweeted earlier. There are people who there are Republicans who are realizing that they will put country before party. And not vice versa anymore, because that that's not going to create job uh, uh, longevity. Party before country. No, no, no. He they, he they said, will he no said, longer. He do. said it right. He's talking about the they ones are who are now going to do country over party. Right. And yeah. that's what happened with these twenty one. They yeah. said, "Hold on, man. We we already understand what you're trying to do. You're not going to help people." And so that little mining town in West Virginia, that town in Kentucky, Texas, you know, all these all these places where they got we got issues. The whole country. So hold on, but you're saying you think that these the, those twenty one are doing this. For an honorable purpose, the ones who aren't I, I, who aren't carrying along what McCarthy is trying to go along, which is going to be which only to do already, the shit show version. It's already you know what I'm saying the, the Trump, Trump plan, the Trump game. The ones who are fighting against the Trump plan is is just hey. You remember he says you know, they, got something, they got something. The twenty one have something they won as well. This is a game. That, we were just talking about yeah. distinguished gentlemen outside. So that's we, my, that's my whole tack, problem, right? That that they. Once the, the I've got twenty one people. I've got a minority in my caucus that all want. Something, but what what is what is the price that he has to pay to get that something? And that's what. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying. And, and is that price that he's paying? Is it for somebody's constituents, is, or is it for just, those individuals? What when he when he's saying country, he's talking about constituents. And what he's trying to say is that instead of me sacrificing my own political future just to make sure this whole wheel keeps keeps turning, and hoping that your money just gets me over the next time. Right. The fact that it's my not name working for my town. Mm-hmm. It's not working for my city. It's not working for my state. That's when you're fucking me over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm no longer right. going to hold on right. to just following right, right. you along because everybody's hyped behind Trump. Right. Because y'all about to switch up on on look. Trump. And then, it, then my people are going to look at me like, well, you still have fucked us. Because what is happening? Because they see they've seen in the midterms, even though they still did get the majority, they saw in the midterms that the 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 bullshit is not gonna get them back reelected. So they're like, I'm not going down with you because I know what the fuck you own. So I'm not going down with you. It, this, it's self preservation. It's self preservation. Yeah, what politics be, is because yeah. because of what the country wants and let they me, know what works and what don't. Yeah. Let me tell you this. So here's what leaked so far. They were so part of this report came out. They got breached, but not the full report. And the, and the three concessions he's already had to give, mm-hmm. in which he's trying to bait these six mm-hmm. to give him at least three to vote his way, right? And at the same time, got the other fifteen so far to say, okay, if you, since you're willing to do these things, now I'm with you as House, you know, Speaker of the House. So the first thing he had to give us is, uh, first McCarthy made promises about how he would uh, approach government spending uh, related to uh, related issues uh, like appropriation, like the appropriation bills. 
and uh, the debt ceiling. And those promises, again, appear to set the uh, stage to uh, for tense showdowns with the Democrats, is what they're saying. So, again, the whole point initially is he's always talking about we need to stop all the spending. But what was the oh, first yeah, thing yeah. we're ready to do? They're ready to spend the same amount of money just on things they, they want. want. Right. Right. And so they never really, now that the American people have already had to live with the spending that they already do, and this is what these people say, well, no, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So he already had to give it on that, being able to say, I'm going to spend it the way I want to. Mm-hmm. Right. Second was, again, uh, it says, second, McCarthy agreed to uh, to, to change in the House rules uh, that uh, Only one person can, can call it. Yes. All right, to trigger an effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, a speaker vote, yeah. For confidence vote in, in, uh, in his own leadership. Yeah. And again, third, it says McCarthy agreed to uh, a committee assignments demanded by the holdouts, including uh, placing Republicans, uh, Republican associates uh, with the hardline Freedom Caucus on the powerful rules committee. That's the big one. So now that's big. That's big because no law can be passed without rules. Right. No law can be passed without rules. So if they want to dominate the rules, it's amazing how mm. they, they try. It's. How they focus? They they see where the, the cracks are, and then they try to fill them as fast as possible to get it done until right. the next Congress has to come and close that crack up. Yeah. I right. mean, they always it's like the Raptor testing the fence, see oh, where absolutely. I can get through at. But only once they only once they test it. That's true. That's what that's what they did. They were like, hold on, oh, okay. So here's what we're gonna do from here on out on the Rules Committee. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna need at least one or two of these. And then you can and the the, the of our own and the Freedom Caucus they can smell they can smell bitch. I can smell bitch on you. Mm-hmm. I can smell yeah, bitch on you. Yeah. So it's like you all right, know you how want, much you want it. You want this, but you know what? You gonna get in there and you it's be name only. It's gonna be in name. But it's sad, but only. The, the Freedom Caucus doesn't uh, again what laws what governing mm-hmm. is the Freedom Caucus going outside of being mad and getting talking about conspiracies and getting you outraged? What have they really brought? To the table. They stop governing, and that's the power that they're trying to hold on mm-hmm. to. When when Hex brought up brought up the fact that if we can actually make it law that you have to at least try to do the thing you promised to do, mm-hmm. this is what this whole thing yep. is really about. Mm-hmm. Now you're at the point where it's like, hold up, my people are going to vote me out, and I'm just going to have to like be a lawyer somewhere right. if I don't do this thing. You don't understand how much money and power I've been making doing this. You're fucking my life, bro. You know how much money you make when you're speaker. You do get you, you get defer, the, uh, the the the. Now I'm not talking about speaker. You know, I'm not talking about speaker. You, you I'm talking you about the one know the benefits the that benefits. you get. He got every speaker. hand. They're going to tell you each member of Congress makes 174,000, dollars right. right, right. What they, but they well, got a briefcase. But what they what they yeah, bring home, you got to come to me first. Right. Yeah. You got to come to me first. What they yeah, actually bring something? home is way higher. And 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 then, again, it, it's not about for them. It's not about the speaker. It's about is that speaker going to help me get reelected? Yeah, what I, yeah. Because if I can't get reelected, why the fuck would I help you become speaker? You're just fucking me. Yeah. If I don't have coattails that are strong enough to hold on to. I have nothing because right. not everyone is working from fucking Manhattan or. You know the the capital of their state. A lot of these people are like, "Yo, I need help here," and y'all aren't going to care about me, just like Trump didn't care about me for all these years. And I'm bringing the same promises, and that's just going to screw me over. I need some power here. And, and but now they're not even trying to grab at the coattails of the speaker. They're grabbing a the whole. Yeah. They like they got a hold of his shoulder pads. Like they all they all. Like, mm. well, no, what, they strength. They they strengthened off the, the, the emperor's clothes. It was yeah. it was strengthened numbers too. They got real bold real quick. You see how many dropped off as many as they did. Yeah. Meaning they also got what they wanted. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we was looking for that one thing. Hey, yeah. my boss told me don't budge till A, B, B, A. And then my people, for who I know I'm going to get something for. Hey, we need some asphalt in these dirt cities. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some asphalt. And I'm gonna need it cheap, cheap, because this is America. I'm, I'm gonna need that. Y'all, can, y'all been promising for years. Some of these small towns this is ridiculous. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, you guys talk about. Um, let's go back to self-preservation. Self-preservation to mm-hmm. continue to do your acts of deception. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that that tells you the kind of human being that is. I mean, it tells you our political system. It, it does. Yes. It does. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, it ultimately benefits no one. But what's but, but, but what they're telling us? But, but, but here's the know, key. And the lobbyists. Oh, yes. As they're, Americans. Okay, I'm sorry. The system itself is run so that it is simply trying to play the game of there are favors that can be done in which are legal that go about in speaking engagements, presentation, something that you put your name on, a face to, in which that senator is able to been, you know, come do the ribbon cutting. Sure. And this is how we exchange the money by putting your name a part of this program or this thing. Sure. And that's how they're supposed to be able to legally get you another yeah. half a million to a million. Legally. Yeah. But this other way they do that they're trying to do is let me just pay you to change how the people voted. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where they coming into to, to conflict. Because when the votes say A, but then you do B then the only thing they can account for that is this other money. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this whole spectacle is a spectacle. It is. And the whole spectacle has been uh, hilarious and terrifying at the same time. Because going back to what JR said, we really look like we ain't got our shit together. Anytime I see Lauren Boba talk for more than five minutes, Mm. it's a bad day. (laughs) Anytime I see her talk for too long, it's a bad day. I'm just, it's, it's hard to believe because I, 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 a lot of times, guys, I haven't said much of this because I'm, I'm like speechless to see that we're actually watching this unfold. And people say, oh, you can get used to it. This is the way it is. I can't get used to this. And, and I, me, I can't. You shouldn't. And let me frame this also because we didn't say this at the beginning. If you are grasping on and you're, you know, you're a novice in what's politically going on, there are people running to be the Speaker of the House in the United States of America. And with that being the case, we have Hakeem Jeffries running, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he's not a Democrat. Yeah. And we have, again, Kevin McCarthy running, part of the, the Republican Party. And then we have Byron Brian Donald, Byron who was yeah. introduced only as a means to kind yeah. of block. It's, it's, he's like the what, third or fourth. Kevin person. McCarthy from getting. Yeah. That was the whole nuance. I don't think, we didn't, they, we didn't they, set that all yeah, up. They've we, nominated, they, they, they've nominated uh, Kevin Helms or some other guy. They nom- even Matt Gates even nominated Trump a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> you can tell. This, the, there are certain people oh. that aren't even serious about this whole thing. They make and the black just, guy who's yeah. actually fourth or fifth look like he's running second. That nigga is not running second. No, no, no. They yeah, voted yeah. for Jim Jordan uh, on yeah. on Wednesday. I think I got to yeah. vote one time. Right, he got twenty two hey, votes. Probably all. I, I think I got at least one. I I voted. So I, I, I mean to say this is is if you didn't understand from the beginning when we just got into why this is crazy, in the nuance of them voting for who can do who can take on this job. Again, they started, the, even the Republican Party started putting in people they knew who couldn't win, but they could give enough votes to, as a, as a, the, the daily stool pigeon, they would put out on the table to say, we're going to vote for whoever, Jim Jordan, and then give him 20 votes. With, that'll stop Kevin from having, a, McCarthy enough. from having enough yep. votes. Yeah. All to get some things that they also wanted, as we mentioned in the three things that he already had to make concessions on. We, we, I, so if you didn't know that from the beginning when we were telling you, why is Byron <laughs> ridiculous? <laughs> uh, and why? Shout out to Corey Bush again from just saying why she wouldn't stand up for him and speak for him because again you're a prop and a puppet. And, 
anything um, now that I tune into the U.S. Capitol, everything that I see, we're starting to look like the U.S. Capitol is starting to look like a used car auction. <laughs> Honestly, that's the best way I can put it. It's, it's a damn yeah, joke. Right. I would prefer you say it looked like a hoe that got run through. Yeah, but but it's it's, not, it's, it's, it's always chaotic. Got run through. There's always things that that are in in question. There's, I mean, come on, man. We got to run a better country than this. I, we do. We do. We do. And it's, this shows you if they if they take this this vote this seriously. Just imagine what happens when they when talking about your money. Um. Wonderful segment, wonderful segment, wonderful segment. Uh, we got a lot more to get into in the next one. Please stay with us. Uh, it's January 6th, too, by the way. I wanted to mention yeah. that. January 6th. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, Happy we would be remiss. Yeah. Oh, we stop do. that. Stop, yeah. first of all. Okay, <laughs> okay. my bad. See, I, that, I thought we were. That was the wrong. We're not going to do that? <laughs> that was the wrong song. That was the version I made. That was the wrong song. No, you, no. Oh, I'm sorry. It you, is. It is the anniversary. That's a week from now. That's a week from now. It is. That's next week. It is the anniversary, January 6th, a dark day. For our country, were um, flags uh, flown at half staff today? I don't know. No, but they, no, were, they just they, stepped they outside. Was, he did have an acknowledgement. Uh, Do we right. still have they the flag? Outside for the cop. Did a, they, didn't they take our flag? They, yeah, they had they had a moment of silence. There was all the Democrats and one it. Republican had a moment of silence at the Capitol. And right. President Nancy Pelosi actually about gave it. out awards to the heroes exactly. of that day. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just um. Yeah, it's a lot. I think I post. I think I, I mean I posted it in the Discord. So you take did. a look. You did okay. Uh, UDKpodcast.com. Go to our Discord. Check it out. Info at UDKpodcast.com. Hit us up. Uh, we'll be back. Refresh my. I need. I definitely need to drink after this. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, we'll be back. Hex, give me one. U D K. For me to make it right Shout out to this shit is all on you, and it's just me and you. 
We about to take this flight. Everything gon' be alright. That's right. What she say? She say, man, don't do it. She say, man, don't do it. She say, man, don't do it. I'ma be the one to push the I'ma be the one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like that. Man, you like that one? I saw you bobbing your head a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, shout out to Jawan. Jawan. For the musical selection. Uh, we back. We back. Um, so typically, uh, the the more serious uh segments that we have are from the political arena. But as we see with the previous segment, has been uh. A bit of a debacle, um, rather unserious. The shit that they're doing, <clears throat> um, and the source of entertainment and lightheartedness has been from uh, other arenas, the sports arena, music stuff like that. You know, you don't really get serious things when it comes with that. Just some, you know, some fun and something to distract you, take your mind off things. But we've seen that uh, this next segment that we're about to talk about. Uh, seriousness crept into uh the entertainment portion of life um shout out to the buffalo bills shout out to uh demar hamlin uh had a tragic uh incident happen to him on the field playing against the cincinnati Bengals. um where on the field uh he was involved in a pretty much routine tackle right uh and the way that the tackle unfolded uh, was the quote unquote air quotes perfect storm for him to have a uh, arrhythmia, uh, cardiac arrest on the field, um, right. was lifeless for a little bit. Uh, they were able to bring him back. Um, Irv, I'd like to know your thoughts about this. Man, it's 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 tough, bro. I mean, it's it's any time that <clears throat> sports becomes a life and death situation mm-hmm. is is tough. You know, so and to see it in real time when you go someplace um thinking that you're being entertained <clears throat> and you see something that you know, it it, it transcends the entertainment. Mm. You know, it, it uh brings to to light your own mortality. You know, you sitting there mm-hmm. watching uh something like that happen, it's it's you just the initial shock of seeing NFL players on the field crying, you know, yeah. their their reaction. Like like I said, you, you you when nobody's giving you information and you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. all you can do is base your reaction on how what you see what you're perceiving from others. So when your perception is a two hundred and seventy pound, six foot five dude crying like a baby on T V, you, you, you start thinking the worst. Yeah. You know, so and then um, nine times out of ten, whenever there's a situation on the field, you you'll usually see a, a player they'll, they'll give the thumbs up, or they'll say he's been responsive, or they'll say uh, he's got uh, movement in his, in his extremities. They'll give you some type of update. Right. And this particular situation was like the longest I've ever seen that they never gave an update on the status of the individual. And you watched it while it happened. Right. Yeah, I was watching the right. game. So um, I, I thought that the players themselves did an amazing job of huddling around, I mean, both teams, when it actually happened in real time, uh, they cut away when they came back. By the time they came back, it, it was like a circle around him. You couldn't mm-hmm. really see him. anything but the players and the circle that they had created. And I'm assuming that, right. uh, like the report said, that the CPR and everything was going on mm-hmm. during that time. So, I mean, just just imagine seeing – I mean, it's, it's like one of us 
mm-hmm. being damn just dropping yeah. right, right now. Yeah. How would we react? Well, I mean, we would be in shock, not knowing what to do, and sure. and right. being in fear and terrified for our man. So, yeah. I mean, to see that on the field, bro, it's just it was it shakes, tough. Man. It shakes you, yeah, it shakes you to your core. You know, um, I got a call that night from uh, KG, and um, you know, we often talk about you know our high school days of playing football and you know, concussions and the idea that, you know, a lot of times you'll see someone on the field and they're laying, you know, lifeless or, you know, or, or they, or they're laying and they may have a little twitch, but you don't understand the actual fear um, of actually being, you know, in a predicament where you're in an arena that you're familiar with, but the circumstances are totally um, foreign, foreign to you. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a scary feeling to have had a serious concussion or two, and then when it re-visits uh, you at a, at a time when you least expect it, um, and that's the thing we were talking about, you know, off pod and so forth and so on. The one thing I want to say about this, um, first of all, I want to give the NFL shouts a shout-out, okay? Because I often tell y'all about getting it right mm-hmm. no matter how long it takes mm-hmm. no matter what the view is no matter what how impatient the fans may be getting in the stadium the fans at home take your time and get it right no matter what we may say about it's taking too long this is a life and death situation we but I do understand that there's a professional side to this mm. and what people have to understand that this actual event he had a cardiac arrest mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. it's unprecedented um as far as i know on the football field yeah. so so they're dealing with something that's new they're dealing with something that was unexpected mm-hmm. and sometimes we just have to you know take our time to kind of figure that out and and do whatever still a game and i want to say this about football as violent as it can be it's still a game. It's kind of a tie that binds. It, it, it's still a game that is about father and son, about community. Um, and even in a moment of tragedy, you can still see people coming together for a common good. There's something, I think, positive to take from this, from the way the first responders took, took, took action mm-hmm. to the way they immediately got him. First of all, they didn't rush him. They took um, the means on the field to get him stabilized and then get him to, you know, the hospital where he can get further help. I think there's a lot to be said for that. And I, and I just don't want that to be lost for all the people who basically have saved this man's life. Mm. Mm-hmm. First of all, this is a um, unprecedented situation. You're exactly right. They handled it professionally. They did a great job of making sure that they – tried to maintain integrity while the notion of should they still play was was up in the air. And they did a great job with the host, you know what I'm saying, with you saw with you know, Booger and and uh a young lady. Was uh, it I forget their names, but it was a young yeah, lady like, there and then um, it was three of them. Uh, and, and as they with the, the guy who does the draft and stuff like mm-hmm. his name. But yeah. um Booger and Ryan did the best of Everyone and and Ryan just Clark, yeah. Ryan Clark and 
Right. But he, and Susie Colbert was the lady. Susie Colbert oh, did a great yeah, job. Right. And and I can't I can't think of the guy who he's always doing the breaking news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Italian guy. Look, let's yeah. Oh, Adam Schefter. Adam, Adam D, Schefter. There you go. So yeah. Booger, Adam Schefter, and, and Colbert are there, and and they held it down for about an hour and yeah. fifteen. Because at eight fifty five is when it took place Eastern Standard Time, and so when that happened, it was a point in time. And again, KG gave me a call as well, and. And so it's somewhere around in my sister called and this was back and it was around ten ten and I said, I don't think everything's okay. Because at this point they would have gave us a he's breathing on his own. He's, he's everything's fine. He's responsible for something. I don't know what they did and how they did and and thank God that they were able to at this point that we now know. Uh he was able to to do do a live uh Chat with the with the team. Yeah, yeah, you FaceTime, know, yeah. FaceTime yeah. and tell FaceTime. them, you know, hey man, love and you guys. And they took the tube out of his throat so he yes. could breathe yeah, on his thank own. God. Yeah, thank God. But I also want to throw out there, you know, I think the NFL is always still always trying to protect themselves, and things happen because for whatever reason it happened. A heart attack is a heart attack, mm-hmm. and and this this happened once before, as Jared was wondering if he'd ever had in 1971. I, I just googled it. Okay. It never happened. In 1971, there was a guy named Chuck Hughes. Play for, he was a wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, and he died. It, and uh, it, you know, he I, had a heart attack on the field. I, I, and again, this I, is before we were yeah. born, but you yes. know. But I did recall hearing that. I'm sorry, and, I did. And I thought I was odd that they didn't do that. They were talking about his widow. This, you know, was was interviewed by ESPN later. Mm-hmm. In the, in, and again, this is an article version, and because I didn't see it on TV, and I thought that would have been relative. And maybe someone did because I didn't watch. I, I obviously can't cover every show, but the point was this had happened. Um, he and what ended up happening is he ended up he died in, in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Mm. So um, and did the same situation. So when when he fell out in, in I guess in the end zone or something like that. So um, uh, first of all, um, I thought it was eerie because when KG called me, I said, you know, you know what was uh, they mentioned how his mother and his father were at the game mm. and it was an away game and how for whatever reason they I don't know if they come to every game or he just, they just came to that game. They you know, there, you yeah. know, and and I they were able to be there and get and be in the ambulance with them. Yeah, and, his mom was with him in there. Yeah, you know, just to, you know, of all, you know, of the, of the worst day of your life. Well, well, you know, Hex, just piggyback off what you're saying. I know that was 1971, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. When um, this had occurred before, uh, long, long before social media, long before uh, you had, you know, the on-field reporting and. National, um, nationally televised, nationally televised game, um, mm-hmm. and again, I, I'd like to give the props to those people who had to make the decisions um, in, in such a you know expe- expeditious way, and and still hold their um, integrity. Um, and I don't think I, I really don't think the shield was really the issue there. I, I, I you know the shield of the NFL, and you know sometimes that always rears its head, right? And and I'm not you know, making them exempt from that. But I think on this particular night, I think the the uh, priority of life mm-hmm. was really at the forefront. And, and and it was it was undeniable. And no matter how much we could say later on, well you could have done this, in hindsight we could have done that. But I think everybody's heart was in the right place. I really I really firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. I just think that it just took time to really actually uh, sort it out. And I'm glad 
if it takes a long time, that's fine as long as you get it right to me. Yeah, because we're exactly. we're 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 in a microwave generation where everybody wants to hear this and that and so forth. Um, and if there's no answers, then sometimes there's just no answers at the time. But get it right before you start to mis mislead people and show me a, a separate agenda. I, I didn't, and, and I'm the first one to say there's an agenda, but I didn't see one that night. I just saw that you know it was a priority for this man's life. It was yeah. it was good to see that the the other the profit <laughs> the profiting side of the world saw the moment to be humane. Mm-hmm. And they didn't decide to, you know, you know what? Let's go ahead and get this game on. Because mm-hmm. first of all, we got commercials. Yep, that's bread on the line mm-hmm. all night long. Come on now, this is a big game. Everybody in the world watching. Oh, it everybody! Was huge. Every place that sells buffalo wings and beer is packed right now, mm-hmm. and this game is on the TV. Everybody that's at the house or wouldn't pick some up. They at the house watching this thing. Hold on now, we go out to make an influence and make this money. That's how we make this bread. And they decided, you know what, tonight, based on this, we're not just going to tell you so-and-so got hurt uh-huh. and keep it pushing. And and shout out to those, again, as you said, who who decided to make that move. But I will say this to Skip Bayless and the others of the world, because they, they highlighted him, but it's the other group that was the same way. It was kind of like, let's get it on. Yeah, What's the problem? Yeah. And I understand to uh, those who were bound to make money. From the outcome of this game, be it gambling or you know, saying that betting is legal everywhere, you know, and this and this DraftKings and all this other people that had stuff on the line, and they're not realizing, hey man, if if the if the athlete's not going to be safe, you won't have anything to bet on, yeah, or to be entertained by. I also, I also thought that the <laughs> reaction of the Cincinnati crowd to everything yeah. that was going on was really. Awesome. I mean, it it it, um, <clears throat> it made you have a little bit of faith in the humanity of Americans. <clears throat> people, yeah. People yeah. just watching this <clears throat> guy from the other team go down, and the stadium was. I mean, it was you could hear a pin drop. It was that quiet in yeah. the stadium. Nobody's talking. Yeah. And then the fact that some of the the fans had the wherewithal to actually go to the hospital and almost have like a visual right. for him. Yeah. You know, and, and the GoFundMe is over seven million dollars for I mean yeah. it was just it's a you hate to see a, a, a tragedy yeah. happen like this. Yeah. But if it's something that's able to galvanize mm-hmm. a community in some way, shape, or form for the positive, you know, you gotta take it for uh, let me take the you, good where you can. Let me tell you what else is a great story about us all. And T. Higgins, the, the yes. Tight end, right? Wide receiver for yeah, Cincinnati yeah. Bengals, who's the one who was being tackled. Being tackled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? By Hamlin. At the time, he felt so guilty. He went to the hospital that night and never left. Mm. See? Yeah. He never left. And there's a whole article about how he never left. He, right. was, he stayed there each night feeling some type of way. He was feeling guilty himself for whatever may have taken place. I don't, you know, but nonetheless, the stories that are out there, uh, uh, every time you, you get a chance to hear something good, hold on to it, grab a hold of it. You know what I'm saying? It's real. And what you were saying about Skip Bayless, I feel about Bart Scott. Bart Scott that plays for, he played for the Jets, but he actually had the audacity to say that T. Higgins lowered his helmet and purposely. Oh, Jesus, did he? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't hear about this? No, I did yeah, not. He, he purposely lowered his helmet and, 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 and tried to inflict some type of damage on him, on him purposely. No. He as, a, as a 
as a linebacker that played the game. Wow. Uh, for you right. to even insinuate that that was the case, especially if you watch the hit happen in real time. This That hit has happened in every game that you've every ever watched. Game. Every game. Yeah. So for you to say that as a former player, I just I felt some type of way about that. Yeah, I agree. All right, so um, – I'm going to take this off of um, the NFL portion of it because that's just not relevant to the point I'm trying to make. Um, I, I had a I had a grandfather uh, who was an alcoholic and a crazy. He had an interesting story, <laughs> um, and he would say, uh, "Someone would say, hey, you'll you'll have a heart attack," and he would say, "Well, everyone dies by a heart attack." Um. His point being that your heart stops. That's what it is. But we have these phrases about arrhythmia and things like that, and people don't realize. No, that man died on the field twice and was resuscitated. So as a person who played football starting at six years old and has seen people carted off, ambulanced off, and seen amazing athletes and been around amazing athletes Mm -hmm. throughout my life, I had never seen someone get CPR on a a field. Because, again, living beyond the terms, you understand what CPR is. Your heart is not moving. You're not breathing. That is death. To see that today this man was able to, without a tube in his uh, in his throat, be able to say to his brothers who were there, and not all the NFL brothers, but just to those who were there, and say, love y'all boys, has to mean the world to them mm. and the T. Higgins of the world. <coughs> and to watch people who played before this kid had, had been ret- were retired before this kid had even been born and see their reactions it's immeasurable to explain the feeling of what that is to people and I really want to give it up to like Hex has started to say about the Susie Culverts and the um, Booger McFarlane Booger McFarlane Ryan, Ryan Clark Ryan Clark um, Scheffler um, Scheffler, Adam Scheffler did a Scheffler. great job. Um, Troy Aikman and Joe um, Buck, Joe Buck, who yeah. were on there, because you have to understand that people are just telling you to stretch. They're saying stretch, which to to them means keep talking. We have no idea when this is going to end. Mm. <laughs> that is an impossibility to put you through. I don't care whoever covers politics for you on CNN or anything else yeah. when they're dealing with, I don't know when the vote's coming in. Yeah. Fuck you. What these people had to hold on to and keep America tight to not knowing what the NFL was going to do, what anything else was going to happen, but but with little to no information. And, and, and emotionally having to watch. And, oh. and connect yeah. the world to what was going on and what it felt like for real athletes who were in this situation on differing level, differing levels throughout their lives was immaculate. And I don't want to get into a, what award should go to that. I just want people to understand 
it's different when it happens around you and you can actually relate to it than it is when it happens around you and you're like, damn, that's fucked up. Those are differing levels of things. And I know we have other things to get to, but I just wanted to get those points across because I was sitting there crying to my friends and my wife was trying to be loving about it, but it's totally unrelatable in, in, in the situation. Like, it's just different. Yeah. Well, it, also, I think for a lot of players, when we you, when you played the game, for the times like you know now back in the day, you used to call it you got your bell rung, mm-hmm. and that's that's what they now call targeting. Mm-hmm. That's when somebody hits you with their helmet and your helmet, and you get whopped, or you thought you was giving out the licking and took one. You know, what I'm saying it works both ways, and the acceptance of it. Right, which you know, which you know, leads to you know, aka the toughness, and mm-hmm. but yet at the same time, it was being woozy was a disregard. I was just right. kind of either you won or they won, you know, and it was kind of disregarded. And I think now they, you know, with this concussion thing that went down with the lawsuit, mm-hmm. you know, it's all it's money driven too. You know, we we're not gonna we're not gonna call the, the no the no fun league superheroes because they decided to be. Uh, uh, human about someone dying on the field mm-hmm. and not wanting to, <laughs> that to be associated with their game, um, but uh, I just think that they you can do a lot more up front if that's how you really feel about things. And so when you when you want to be the hero because of how you respond, it, you know once again isn't that, isn't that exactly how you you were supposed to respond? You know, so I, I sometimes we get credit, and I'm like, I don't want to hate on everything, but I'm like, eh, so, but they kind of shouldn't you do that? Those are your employees. This is a one liner. There's something that happened in so- Susie Culber's life relatively recently that also had something to do with her response to it. I don't want to get into it. Y'all can look it up if you want to. But I was right, watching something from another female reporter who was speaking on that from my team. And she was saying, no, it's not just that that happened. It's something else in her life that happened Mm. that made that even worse. And she carried on like that, like a soldier. Yeah. So it's polished. Like, like everyone, everyone knows that these aren't just people, like things happen around them. And there was something else that happened. Then it was just like, it was, it was personal. And she carried on like that. It was extra going on on her plate for her to be able to push through that. Yeah, Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. So. All these people you mentioned, whether it be, um, you know, Troy Aikman or Booker McFarland and whoever we mentioned that was involved in this, I mean, that was, you know, you know, covering this moment, it did show that the NFL, they're all, they all are like branches of the NFL to me. Like they all, it, it, it kind of showed me that the game itself we just talked about in the last segment about um, you know elected officials who were acting immature. Mm-hmm. I, I I felt like a level of maturity here. Yeah, whether well, everybody yeah. had the right answers or not, mm-hmm. we were just going to be resolved with the idea that at least we're going to hold the fort until we find out more information. We weren't going to start taking angles and and, and see. To me, I think that that's a reflection where I can say kudos to sports. That's growth. Kudos to the NFL. As as much as I want to be cynic about cynical about a lot of the things that they do, 
but it still shows the need for sports, team, unity, and coming together in and galvanizing in a in a in a bad situation. Yeah, there there were no sides. No. There were no Everybody sides. Everybody was on the same And team. there's there's not a lot of places in society today in this world where there aren't any sides. There are no sides. Exactly. And that's what happened on this one. And I was I was really I was I, I haven't seen it. I'm not I'm not going to watch it. Uh, but th- to hear about the response. Um, speaking of which, I want to give a, a quick shout out, a huge shout out. Uh, Denny Denny Kellington, he's an assistant trainer for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he saw it, he's the one that rallied the troops the way he fell and got everybody out yeah. extremely fast. And he administered CPR at first to keep him alive and his neurological functions going. Yep. So shout out to him. Um, they actually they they have a petition now to put him in the Hall of Fame. Look at in him. the, in the cool. Football Hall yeah. of Fame. Look at him. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm totally 100 percent with that because he saw something that needed to happen and he did something. and he yeah. sprung in action. He didn't ask yeah. nobody permission. He rallied the troops and he's an assistant. Yes, and, he's and, not a trainer. He's an assistant trainer. And what's the again? What was so? astounding about the whole situation is that it's this is not one of those hits that you're going to see on on the clips of best hits of the mm-hmm. 20 of the season it's not it wasn't something like that it was a tackle it was a tackle and for whatever reason you know he got up and then he fell yeah. and so if you saw the clip you saw like you it wasn't some gruesome moment you just thought well what's going on and then he just fell back and you thought okay well that's odd and then only to be told what else is actually transpiring. So it was a jolt to find out how 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 far it went. Yeah, you know, at, at ten at ten o'clock, bro. When I didn't hear anything, I actually was under the impression that the NFL was trying to figure yeah, out how to make say. a statement about yeah. saying. I thought he was gone. He was gone. gone. I thought he was that. I did. I yeah. thought he was. Yeah. Damn. Again. Um. So when I'm making these calls and I'm again, I didn't watch it. Hex actually hit me up. Um, I was seeing things go off on Twitter, and he let me know what had happened, so I turned to it right away. And I'm immediately just crying like, oh, my God, because, I'm, cause again, the the trigger words were CPR. It's not, about the, it's not about the hit. It's not about any of that. It's not about people crowding around because – I've seen that happen when there were broken legs. And I don't mean that to trivialize anybody's former issues. Um, for Shannon Sharp to have to, another thing I cried about when I was a kid, to watch his brother Sterling be paralyzed on the field. field. Yeah, yeah. I saw that And too. I remember, and, and again, these are triggers for people, not just for the way you feel about somebody, but for when you remember being hit in a certain way. And I and I was talking to um, Jr. about you know how many innocuous hits just go wrong, mm. and when you just don't know, and you're so lucky because you can call it a stinger, you're so lucky because you can call it ah oh, something just slipped out, or yeah my leg I just couldn't feel it, or mm. my shoulder at my arm mm-hmm. I just couldn't feel it. It's just different. When you can't explain it, and then time just keeps going, and then you just get weirder and weirder and weirder, and for someone with mental health issues, it just compounds the fear of how many times this could this have been me. I remember going through conversations with Jr. so many yeah. times yeah. about, "Yo, 
we're just going to get out there. We're going to do this. And we get hyped and we do something. And it's like, yo, that did not come out the way I expected that. No, and, it, and it's true. Mm-hmm. And just to piggyback off what you're saying, I think we talked about, I talked to you guys about this during the break. It's funny how the mind works because some of the worst concussions I had playing football came the following week. It didn't come the same week. Mm. You would be in, say, say the second. The adrenaline's pumping, but then the second half, you start to get this thing where you can hear the crowd in the distance. You can hear, like, you know what what you're there for, but you're just kind of going through a muscle, like a motion. And you can't go home and explain that because you yourself didn't understand. You don't understand. It's an out-of-body experience. So you don't go home and tell your parents, hey, you know, I maybe need to go get checked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you don't go is, home and say anybody to anything. You just said, oh, well, I was feeling a little funny around the third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And you go home, and you don't know if there could be internal bleeding or, or things of that None nature. Of that. You but don't, you don't but Heck, said, Heck said, he said it right. Your bell got rung. Yes. You do know what it is. You just think it's okay. Right. And then yeah. a week later when you have a headache, mm-hmm. you just think, oh, uh, I'm a kid with a headache like yes. I, I get headaches you don't know that's it's it, and, that, and, that and, Alabama drill is each the Oklahoma part of it too is seeing these uh, these athletes who we look at as above human like we look at demigods. them we look at them as demigods we look at them as you know they might get uh, they, they're you know a muscle pull or arm break okay yeah, that's fine but we don't really recognize their humanity mm-hmm. but to see their humanity and to see them the way because only time we see we see them in interviews and you know they're talking about the game and then you see them on the sideline and you see them getting pumped up and all that that's the only emotion that you associate with them right. but then to see these emotions and to see this vulnerability in people who you who you look at as above human is just jarring mm-hmm. Ronnie Lott and Darren Woodson have cut off pieces of themselves and gone back into games. And we look at them as, oh my God, you're just a, a like I said, a demigod. I don't know a better word for that. No, that's it. Warrior. Yeah, that's it. Warrior, soldier. We use all yeah, these soldier, terms yeah. that generally do not apply, but they are our way of giving reverence to something I would not do personally if I were in their in their. Ultimate Places. tough guy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ultimate warrior. Yeah. We made whole a whole show off of that, but again, when it happens, nobody feels like a fucking warrior. Yeah. When you have that headache a week later, you don't feel like a fucking warrior. People pump you up to be a warrior to go back in there. Yeah. But nobody is thinking next week he could fall out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's thinking next month he could fall out. Nobody's thinking. He won't make it to 35. Nobody's thinking that at the time. You're thinking toughness. You're thinking what makes a man. So just keep in perspective that life means something to people. And if we do that, maybe we will look at the Sandy Hooks of the world differently. Maybe we will look at um, police shootings when a little bit differently. Maybe we will look at when you run up in the Capitol a little differently. Because life is important all the time. And just because there aren't the world looking at you at the moment, it still is important because it's life. And if you don't understand that, then motherfuck somebody who's going to lose 12 fucking times to become Speaker of the fucking House. Maybe you should pick somebody else. I got nothing. Yeah. 
I got nothing. That was perfect. Perfect. I got nothing. Perfect. I got nothing. Um, let me just give you a better bit. Perfect. Uh, oh man. Um, prayers to him and his family. Prayers to Indeed. everybody involved. Everybody who watched it. The the players that are going to have PTSD after seeing that. I hope all of them get the the therapy and the counseling that they need. The right. people in the stands that saw that. People who seen it at home. I hope everybody gets that. That's what I didn't want to say. I am scared for everyone who has to play the next play. Mm. Well, I think I, I, and the I kickoff. Hope, the I kickoff. Hope what, I hope this is what happens. I hope that somehow they're able to establish that what happened to him was yes. more about his heart yes. and not about It don't feel like that. like that for the player, though. Well, uh, well no, it but it, the rationalization will come, will come about if you realize, oh, it's not because we was playing the game. Mm-hmm. If you realize it was something that was just in him at the time that that happened, he had a heart attack. It's not the result of playing football. With, you know what I'm saying? Other, again, 1971 is the last time this happened. So at this point, we we haven't had anyone resuscitated. So we do realize, again, it's what? Again, 40, that's 40 years. You know? Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Again, and, 50, 50, 50 years. 50, yeah. 51, right, 52. So how, how many tackles have happened in that 50 years for this? I mean, I, I, I for For a recession. Yeah. Now, again, we've talked about the Bell Bay run and how many people played, played, played through it. I'm saying – so to this extreme, fifty-two years. So that's that is we, we don't want to discourage those who are who who love football, want their kids to still play football. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And say to yourself, see what I'm talking about? This is ridiculous. You know, we don't want that. Well, so because this is this is not an anomaly because he made a tackle on someone. This will be the this will be the normal result of you tackling another player. You end up having a heart attack. Well, yeah, we're, we're not for. Uh, not for the consistency of it happening, but for the traumatic and the traumatic way that it happened. Right. So, like, um, and I know this is kind of a weird analogy, so please bear with me, forgive me. Uh, but shootings don't always happen at schools, right? right. <laughs> so, if it happens at one, the people who are involved are scarred. Right. Oh, no, it, no. oh the people who aren't there, who aren't involved, they see it. Right. They're scarred. Right. So that traumatic experience can no affect doubt. other people and that can happen here mm-hmm. it ain't saying every tackle oh my god somebody might have a heart attack no but you just it's the 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 connotation of it. the possibility no, it's always going to be a realization of the possibility always that's what I'm and i'm hoping for the positive so that they have something to gravitate to yeah. absolutely yes. you know what i'm saying yes. yeah yeah yes. What, what, this what, is the reality yeah hopefully you know yes. what i'm saying yes. and it's to piggyback off what you're saying hex um i i think that youthful ign- ignorance mm-hmm. but i say that kind of will prevail i think when you're younger i think we have a more of a view of it mm-hmm. that doesn't say that they they're not going to go in a little tentatively but after that first hit because mm-hmm. i know i know how it was after that first hit is it's, it's kind of like okay it's wide open again and that's what i hope for that for them but that but that's the thing and again people who've whoever ever played football always understand or have ever done anything athletic it's not the fact that you can't psych yourself out. It's the fact that once you've seen it happen, you walk it. You you're most likely to get hurt when you're trepidatious about anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if one of you is, and somebody's going 100 miles an hour because he psyched himself out, <laughs> and you didn't. Yep. That's when I agree. Real pain happens. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Uh, man. Um, if we could just get uh, if we could get a tenth of the humanity shown in that situation, we could yes. get so much yes. stuff done. We could change we the just, world. We could yes. change the world. We just got a tenth of that. 
He had $2,500 in his GoFundMe. For his, oh, that was the only thing I want to say. That wasn't a GoFundMe. No, it wasn't. It was a charity. No, it was his charity that had a cap at like $3,200, if I remember correctly. Twenty five. But it was under 4000 And that shit jumped up to millions. Absolutely. So I wanted to be clear, not, not to correct anything, just to make sure that we understood. Absolutely. That was just his personal charity. I want to say it was 3600 Yeah. It, it was... It was Twenty five hundred dollars is what he was initially trying to, okay. to raise for, for his for charity his toy drive, mm-hmm. yes. right? For his town, yes. kids who don't have toys, he wanted yes. to twenty five hundred dollars worth of yes. toys is his goal for the season. It's his second season, but he ended up raising four point four six five million, and it's still mm. growing, and it's still growing, and still growing. So five million dollars. He's a six round pick. He wasn't. He yeah. wasn't somebody who was get who was looking for ten million. No, yeah, it went crazy, and Man. that's. Amazing humanity. It's wonderful. I'm telling you, people aren't. If you're watching, people are better looking and worse than you understand. Think. We are changing. Yeah, yeah. We are changing because the devil came and showed us we're better than what we were what we were dealing with. Devil being forty five. I know. Come on, right. man. I know that's right. Oh man. Um. Yeah. That was a little bit more. Well, I knew it was gonna be emotional, but yeah, I didn't know it's gonna be that emotional. Um. Wonderful show. Real quick, uh, before we get to uh, the shout outs in the end. Uh, COVID has spun the block Thank and you. is back. Yes. COVID, X, wait a minute, let me see if I make sure I get this right. XBB, XBB something, right? XBB 1.5, sound like a cell phone, don't it? Um, is, is, is the a variant of Omicron, the most of- contagious. Do not for one second, uh, our listeners, I know our listeners don't look at people who wear their mask and still social distance and all that. I know they don't look at them crazy. Right. But if you see somebody or if you hear somebody who, Alludes to that. Shut them down quick, bro. Shut them down quick. I, just, look, I was walking in my office and I had my mask on, and it, one of the uh, <laughs> individuals. Yes, one of the individuals. There's a said, bitch look, about to come out yeah, of his no, look, He had the nerve to say, "Still wearing that mask, huh?" And that, that's when I wanted to say, "Bitch!" <laughs> but, but I was like, "Yeah, bro. You know, I mean, clearly you're not concerned, uh, right? And you, you're." Up in age, so you are the target uh, audience that they're <laughs> preaching yes. to be yes. safe, and Vulnerable. you are sitting here like, uh, I'm, I'm good, you know. I guess, I guess, not getting these these shots <laughs> and drinking this corn liquor is gonna keep me nice and, oh. and good. <laughs> is, is he eligible for FTG? Man? All that. Well, his ignorance does, but I wouldn't give. <laughs> okay. We're not gonna give it to. Okay. We're not gonna give a name. Okay. Okay. We give him an honorable mention. We give him honorable mention. He's being spared. He's, yeah. It sounds like a Star Wars character, no, but, yeah. but still, like, it's real. Bro, I can't believe you just. <laughs> you and you're and you're so right. It's a it's a point in time where we need to get back to paying attention. Yes. But we need that. We need that magic box because we just won't. It won't we don't real. believe in anything other than the trend. We need to make it trendy again to make sure you're safe. And I understand it's been real good to go a long time at this point without it. However, when we got rid of the, the, the hand sanitizers at the, at the locations, when we stopped covering the debit card machines, when we stopped spraying, we stopped wiping the, and then all these other things still kept coming. But only the only difference is, yes, the majority of us, as they told you when it comes to something like this, will be fine. It's just for those who who went through something, if you did have COVID and you suffered and then you and now you're okay, tell these people the truth about how, what you went through. Mm-hmm. And we live in a international um transit area but 
I don't care if you do or not. If you're if you next to an airport, a train station, a bus station, anywhere, yeah, people are traveling. So if you want to make this about what's happening in China, where bodies are dropping like crazy, understand. Look on look on your label right now and see where your fucking shirt came from. Mm. Be are- respectful of what life is, and just look at that and understand the fact that it's coming to a town near you. And bodies will continue to drop. Yeah. It's coming. As I when I dropped that in the in the group chat, I said, or the Discord, my bad, is to say, look, remember before this is where it started from, and we was pissed at Trump because he didn't tell us the minute they knew there was a problem over here in China right now. They're at the point where they don't have enough room and people to Hospital bury heads. the yeah. people. The crematory is overflowing. Body bags. They're having people wait up to three months with the dead relative at the house mm. yep. so and they can come get the body. That's how many bodies are dying. And the World Health Organization thinks that they're under-reporting. Yes. Mm. Mm. Knows that they're under-reporting. You, oh yeah, you know they are. It's three. It's a three-month delay to come have the to have your relative picked up from dying from COVID at the house. And to GOP, that's what real communism looks like, not us. Yeah. And they put it out, and there's a story. The stories are out there. If you can get the news feeds, you can get online, you can Google the story, pay attention. I'm telling you, it's not corny again to make sure you, just to make sure you safe in the wrong situations. I, again, if I see y'all out here driving in the car by yourself with the mask on, I'm a clown you. <laughs> I already talked about it. But if the car is the windows full, rolled up, come on, man. But if, but if, you know what I'm saying? But if the car is full, come on, now. be in the Uber. Hey, do your thing. Mask up. Yeah, do what you got to do. But don't keep chumping this. And I understand yeah. this times you might you might forget you run up in the store anyway. You've been good, okay. But now that you they're telling you, somebody's telling you because the, they're not going mask with this right the way they're doing it. They put it out there and they, and they kind of throwing their hands up like we said something. But they're mm-hmm. afraid because you know they're still trying to make that money. It's the yeah. end of the year. It's the new year. People got their money coming. Taxis go. They got to they got to sell 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 baby. Yeah. And, and if you want to at the store, if you want to vote, one of us, let me say us, one of m- me, me being one of those people who runs them in the store like, ah, I forgot my mask and you don't go back. Hey, man, just remember who you were as a teenager and how many times you was having unprotected sex and you just throwing your shit on on the, on the crap table. crap table. That's you. Because that's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Ah, Hex, shout outs. Man, shout out to. Um, Everyone who supports UDK. Yeah. Uh, shout out to those who are will be helping us grow in 2023. Indeed. Um, shout out to those who uh, personally are helping my own other ventures uh, become so real. Uh, and um, shout out to having people you can count on. Real talk. Mm. Yeah. Irv, shout out. Uh, shout out to DJ Thunder and Powerhouse Radio. Shout out to the Urbanators, man. You know I love y'all, man. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my dirt bags, fellas. <laughs> once again, um, uh, I want to shout out my oldest daughter, man. Her her birthday is next week. She's yes. eighteen, yeah. January eleventh. Mm, I'll be out right. next week. So happy birthday, D Rose. Yeah, I love you, baby. Um, I. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out my fellas, man. I want to yeah. shout out the UDK podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. And the ass that we about to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. We do. KG, shout out. 
Um, shout outs to the supporters. Um, they come in many different forms. They come in, in the form of people who uh, tell you something good. They come in, in uh, the form of people who bring you something good. Those who financially do something. Those who hit a like. Those who listen. Those who bring warmth to you when you feel cold. And um, I just want all of you to know that you're a part of something that's being built. And it may seem like it's took, taking a long time. But you're going to always be there when somebody else tells you, oh, man, out of nowhere, they just became, nah. You ain't out of nowhere. And you're going to know. You was around. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be there. And it's not about our success. It's about your success because you care. Because we didn't do this for any other reason than we care. Honestly, I'm telling you, OnlyFans works. We could have done this a shorter way. I'm trying to tell you. We could have thrown JR up there with some cue cards. We could have made this shit happen. The process is already there. I'm just trying to tell you. We've really worked hard to have integrity, to build within trust and love and respect for what we want to bring to you. And also what we want to get from you. And um, brotherhoods brotherhoods aren't made overnight. And I also want to say this about JR. JR didn't even want to do this. And JR has become one of the greatest podcasters that I've been around. Yeah, he's dope. And he's dope. His, five, 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 his, <laughs> Okay, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's become one of the deepest uh, hardworking people around this industry yes. simply because he got the bug and <laughs> not that COVID bug but he got he got the he got the podcasting bug and that man is so exemplary to what we are trying to do and what we are doing yeah. Love. thank you thank yeah. you bro JR shout out man thank you KG first of all man for believing in me from day one Shut up. Um, I man, believe in you day two. <laughs> day two. <laughs> I, was, I was day uh, eight. Day eight. <laughs> hey, look, man. So, hey, shout out. Shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Day seven? Did anybody yes, remember anybody with day four? Day three? <laughs> shout out to DeMar Hamlin, man, yes, man. Um, yes, this yes. week. Um, and needless to say what it was. And, and I thought this was very captivating. Um, he asked. Who won the game? That was one of right, the first, that was first thing when he woke up. Right? And, 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 and I, I love the response to it. Damar, you won the game of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love that. But shout out to what this game means, what the NFL means. Shout out to the NFL showing its best side to me of taking its time to get it right amidst, amidst a firestorm of criticism that could have been coming that way. Another thing I want to shout out to the lives lost on January the 6th. Yes, sir. Okay. Sir. Flags, in my opinion, should be flying half-staff. It yeah. should be as big a deal as 9-11. We lost, if we lost one American life. That's one too many. That's one too many. And we're showing a message that. So shout out to the families of those who've lost their lives and those who Say that again. put their lives, the families that lost, that lost a loved one on that day. Um, shout out to... Anita Pointer, 
You know, the point is just the uh, yeah. original yeah, founder who passed yeah. away. Uh, man, if y'all, if y'all, hey, like, tell him my age, but you know, bottom line, those are my aunties kind of growing up. You know, when when the point <laughs> is, when, when they blew, they how can they not be your aunties, mm-hmm. man? They were they were actually on fire. You know what I'm saying? And any and um, you know, definitely, I want to shout out to any the she was the founder. Anita was one of the founders. Of the Pointer Sisters, mm-hmm. and I feel as though we lost a little something, you yeah, know, yeah. as we. But um, you know, just just we're kicking off twenty three, and I just think this is going to be a positive year. Um, hopefully, this Demar Hamlin thing will be something that propels us yeah. in unity. How about that to start off the year? So maybe this wasn't a bad thing. Maybe this uh, not, not it was a tragic thing, but maybe this was something to galvanize us together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. If this is any indication of how the show is going to go in 23, oh, man, this is, woo, boy. Mm, y'all brothers, man. All right, let me get to this real quick. Uh, shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it. Save for later. Like, oh, shit, this shit is dope. They're sending somebody to listen to it. Oh, shit, this, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U-D-K. You drive.